Welcome, welcome, welcome to the show on I Can't. It's never you say you can't until you try. So, on this episode today, we'll be talking about seven P's to consider before you propose. Yeah, you heard it. Something like P, letter P. Seven P's to consider before you propose. Something like six P's before you pee. <laughs> All right, let's get right into it. Uh, who says you can't get married? Who says you can have your own family when the Lord has not said it? You just relax. Consider carefully these seven P's I'm about to give to you. And um, I see you inviting me for your wedding. <laughs> All right, let's get um, straight down into this. Permit me to be natural. This is my first time of podcasting. I don't know how to get about it, but I know somehow I'm here to impart lives. And I'm here to learn also. So permit me to be raw. It's purely unscripted. We're doing this. And I believe you've been blessed. Alright. Never propose without a purpose. Did you get that? Never propose without a purpose. If you get your purpose right, you will get your partner right. So while others are single and searching, you are single and preparing. Man, that works, right? (laughs) <laughs> Alright, welcome once again to the show. Alright, welcome back. Out of the seven P's to consider, the first P before you P to a P. That is the first P to consider before proposing to a partner is purpose. Like I said earlier on, never propose without a purpose. You see, purpose gives you a sense of direction. And then your sense of direction gives a link for a connection. What do I mean by that? Once you have a purpose, you know where you're going to. And that direction gives a link with someone you get connected to this is who i want to work with because this is what i'm working on until you know what you're working on you can't find a suitable person to work with you on what you're working on your connection determines your destination i hope you stay with me on this one purpose is that essence for your presence on earth some flow naturally into this purpose they just find themselves doing they find themselves doing what they know how to do best you see people basing their career on what they carry they're naturally flowing it some pray into it father what's your purpose for my life is the only one who can give you a purpose satan cannot give you purpose 
only God can give you a purpose because he created you for a purpose. He said, I know the thought I have towards you, the thought of good and not of evil to give you an expected end. So there's something that is expected of you that you need to ask God of. Are we together? All right, let's, 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 let's move on. Let's move on. Okay. Um, like I said, I'm new here, so I have to, I have to, <laughs> I have to be myself. I'm not trying to be a professional here, but I have to give out the truth anyway. All right. Um, within you, there's what I call the inbuilt knowing, the inner knowing. Something that tells you the right thing to do. Something that prompts you to take the right step. The right step. Now, that knowing helps you to... It helps you discover the purpose of God over time. The Bible says there is a spirit in man. The inspiration of the Lord gives him understanding. So that understanding within you gives you... uh, details as time goes on true people will talk to you true men of god true messages true podcasting like this one through um circumstances some things just play out and then you just find out that you're already in it so that's how life works so on that note find your purpose before you find your partner are we good on that one i guys you're welcome back the second thing you want to consider is prayer like p-r-a-y-e-r prayer works some people say it's outdated i want to get married and i have to pray before what no i just go for what i like someone made that mistake in the bible samson he just said marry that girl for me because she pleases me now so the lady might catch your attention might please you but does she please god does he please god so you don't marry just because of yourself but god has a purpose for your life and the life of your partner and the life of the children you are to uh, produce on earth so you can't afford to go into that without praying Okay, prayer works. Now, so many people have uh, really, really caused doubt in people's mind concerning this point. There are some guys that do not pray. They see the girl and they like her, and then the next thing is they just approach her without praying, hoping that the girl will just jump at it like that. No. So when the girl is like, um, um, then they say, don't worry, pray about it, pray about it, go and pray. But the lady will be like, oh, this guy is a spiritual guy. He has not prayed, but he's telling the lady to pray on what he did not pray about. Trying to put the load of prayer on the lady alone to bear. Whereas you as a guy, you need to pray, receive the blueprint of everything. So when she prays, it's easy for her to receive our confirmation. 
if the girl doesn't pray, you'll be like, she didn't pray, she didn't pray. That's because you did not do your own assignment. And then, what is so common about ladies is that they don't pray, they permutate, they calculate. Okay, Bran is tall but broke. Felix, Felix, Felix is too spiritual for my liking. I won't be able to fix my nails, my earring, and all that. They are not praying. God, is it the word for me? They are calculating the one that works for them. Most of them, that is what they do. They compare. I. But there are others who genuinely pray and they get answers. There are some people who set truths. Father, if she's the one, I want to see this, I want to see that. It works for some people, but some people just give some outrageous truths. Like, ooh, if she's the one that I wear it, oh my God. What sort of shit is that? Who does that? Father, the assignment you have given to me, who do I work with as my life partner? Reveal her to me or send her to me. Reveal him to me or send him to me. Um, so much things to talk about on this point. But I have to move on. So prayer, prayer works. Let me tell you something about prayer. A prayer warrior is a spiritual sniper. Yeah. You hardly miss your target in your prayer room go on your knees, you fire your prayer, it hits the target when you come out, you see the result so if you pray you never become pray if you P-R-A-Y you will never become P-R-E-Y you get that? so pray, 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 pray you can involve your pastors, you can involve your parents let them pray along with you from the mouth of two or three, the truth shall be established. Okay? Don't be lazy in prayer. Come on, get on with it. Alright, guys, you welcome back. I hope and I do believe that you're enjoying this. Just like I'm enjoying it. Alright? Okay, like I said, we have seven P's to consider before we propose. Now we are on the third P, which is parental factor. Parenting. What is your parent saying about the person you want to marry? This is a sensitive point. Many youths do not like it. Some ladies are so devilish that they will be like, when they are discussing with their friends, they will be like, I don't want to meet my mother-in-law at home. I want her dead. I don't want this problem with mother-in-law thing. Forgetting that you are a mother, you are a daughter, one day you become a mother. God help you, Satan catch you, <laughs> you give birth to four boys. The whole four boys now gets married to a lady like you that doesn't want to see you alive. So you die four times. <laughs> All right, that was in the light mood, right? So, one major thing I want to bring out here is when we talk about parenting, when it comes to marriage, we are bringing together both your spiritual parents and your biological parents. 
sometimes we don't carry them along maybe your pastor is kind of a spiritual guy and you you think within you that your pastor will not want you to get married to that person and then you want to um like okay i don't want to go to my pastor let's just go to your own pastor you want to cut corners you don't want to go straight and sometimes someone will say uh my parents doesn't like this guy my parents doesn't like this lady what do i do then genesis chapter 2 i believe verse 24 yes genesis 2 24 it says therefore shall a man leave his parents and shall cleave to his wife now notice the word leave the bible did not say you shall ignore your parents or snub them as a matter of fact uh, another portion of the bible says we should honor our parents in the lord for this is right that it may be well with us so it includes your marital wellness so if you're thinking maybe what if my parents doesn't like him what if my parents aren't believers now if your parents miss it your pastor will not miss it and if both of them are saying the same thing then you better check your choice if it's god then it's good all right okay let's move on ha 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 Alright guys, you're welcome back. It's one, two, three, four. We are on the fourth P to consider before you propose. Um and it is peace. Yeah, you heard it. P-E-A-C-E. More often than not, I hear ladies say something like that. Did you pray about this guy? Yeah, I did. I had peace about it. <laughs> That's cool. And then tomorrow when it breaks your head, you'll be like, this guy is a beast. How did your peace not detect that he was a beast? <laughs> that was on uh, the light mode anyway. When we talk about peace, this point is very sensitive. I've had so many people, when you go to them for advice, like, I want to get married to this person. I have peace about it. They'll be like, oh, please, forget peace. Many broken homes today, many broken hearts today, they all had peace, my dear, wake up. It's not about peace. It's more than peace, you know. We get that a lot. But the truth is, when someone or some people, more often than not, when they fall in love, they get readily defensive. Like I'm madly in love with somebody and then I get readily defensive and the word peace is mostly used. Are you getting what I'm trying to say? So that I'll put people off easily from even daring to question my my choice of partner. Oh, hello, Cindy. Have you prayed about this guy? Oh, yes, I have peace about it. I have peace. 
Do you get what I'm saying? That is, don't even go beyond that question. I have peace. Don't bother me. This is who I want to marry. That is the undertone behind that I have peace. So you tell them you have peace. And when the trouble comes, they'll be like, boy, you said you had peace. You see, that is why many counselors are telling you today that it's more than peace. It's because many people have misused it. You see, it's in three phases. When you say you have peace, it's in three phases. Some use it to get approval. Something like, um, I have peace about it. Just pray for us. Each time I pray, each time I see him, I have this peace. Each time I see him, I have this peace. They say it to get approval. You get what I'm saying? All right. Then, um, number two some use it mistaking it for ecstasy they mistake it for ecstasy what do i mean by that ah i just feel happy when it comes i feel like i'm on top of the world so that feeling is indescribable and then the next thing to do is to just say peace you see what i'm saying and then the third phase of that is the genuine motive for using it. How do you feel about this guy? Oh my, I really have this peace. Jesus said, my peace I give to you, not as the word gives. So when you have the peace of Jesus, you can never mistake your partner. That peace really works. So when you pray, when you see that person, the Bible says God is not the author of confusion. So that peace, you can't mistake it for ecstasy. And you don't even really need to say it for defense purpose. You will know within yourself that you're making the right choice. But if at any moment, maybe when getting close to marriage or wedding rather, you begin to have this fear, then it's never too late to back out. God still speaks to our conscience. So before you take your final decision, check if you have lost your peace or the peace is still intact. Alright, we are moving on to the next P. Alright guys, you're welcome back. I believe you have a pen, your jotter, where you're putting down key points. Perhaps you heard some of the piece before, but in another light, or you've never even heard of it before. Uh, this is a good opportunity for you to put it down. And adds to all the things you've learned. See, one thing about marriage seminars, relationship talks, is that you can never know too much. We keep learning. As a matter of fact, even when you're married, you keep learning. Ask our fathers, ask our mothers. 
they kept learning till they gave back to us as a matter of fact they are still learning they even talked about their spouse again they've known each other they are learning about their children the temperament their children are having the one that is uh, obedient the one that's not the one that's brilliant the one that's not learning is everywhere learning can never stop so don't say I know everything about marriage I know everything about no <laughs> show me someone who says he or she knows everything about marriage and I'll show you someone who's about to crash mm-hmm. that will bring me to the fifth P to consider before you propose before you proceed to propose to your partner that is plan you need planning proper planning prevents poor performance if you fail to plan you are planning to fail no one ever wants to go to the war front to to battle without visiting the war room where they strategically map out their moves the enemy hideout they launch attack strategies and formation you know these are necessary things even the bible states that no one uh, ever wants to start a house without planning you need a plan it is this plan that your engineers will work with it is this plan that every other person that will be working on that building will will work with Habakkuk, he said, I will watch, uh, I will stand on my tower, I will watch what God will say to me, and when God will speak, he said, write them down, write this vision down, so that anybody who reads it will run with it, so you need to put down your plan, so that when your proposed partner comes in, she will run with your plan, so don't just go and propose with your confused mind. She'll be like, God, I might get married to this guy who has no plan for the future, for his children, for me, for my family. You just care away. Alright? So you need proper planning. Some of this little planning that you need, if you were living with your parents, then I think before you propose, it's high time you just go out there and... uh, start living alone another thing is if you're squatting with your friend it's high time you get your place if you're that type that depends on uncles to send you money your aunties oh sir you asked me to call you today that thing you promised if you are driving if you are living on promises like that then please do not propose it's not uh, good enough because you just marry this girl and then most of these people send you money they'll be like "Ah, someone that can get married it's okay then so you can't get married and you expect expect them to continue no but you can start your own you can be an entrepreneur learn a vocation Learn something. 
most especially ladies when you want to get married what do you want to take to your husband's house is it just your slain self what else uh, is it to you that made the eye you just want to go because you you love him and you think he loves you you know how to cook and you just sit there no learn something I remember a lady she graduated from the university she wanted to work in a big company and then she told me about it and said it's good submit your application right but what I see in my spirit is what I'm about to tell you now go and learn fashion designing she was like gosh a graduate no 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 never never I won't do it after much prayers and convictions she went today she's not working in an office but she has her own fashion outfit and she's doing very good she's doing very well so many of them like that some I just ask them to go and learn how to pick all those catering services they register for six months and then boom they come out in this party they invite them to learn something at least you are meant to be a health mate not to come just chop meat <laughs> then just come and eat the meat of that guy meat is need so there are so many things to plan this is not wedding planning no it is called pre-wedding planning it's a personal life planning you are mapping out strategies on how to go about with your life now that you are you are thinking and considering bringing another person in so if you were if you were sustaining yourself on five thousand know that you are becoming two with time you become three four depending on the amount of children and that's another point to plan on how many children do you want to bring to this world so that you just you don't give birth to children and just come and suffer them like that if you are not ready for them leave them in heaven let them continue to play with angels they are not complaining don't bring them here and make them experience hell on it right so you need planning i think i've done uh enough justice to that all right let's move on welcome back (laughs) this is where we are going to this is the sixth p we want to consider the sixth p is funny who can guess can you did I hear you say propose? <laughs> you see, as simple as it sounds, to propose is not really, really easy. So many guys avoid it like plague. They have their purpose, they've prayed, they have their parental consent, they've checked the pieces intact, they've started their plan. They've concluded their plan even. But many guys fail when it comes to proposal. <gasps> Feel like crying. <laughs> you see, some guys, hmm, 
they are so shy that was how one guy sent his best friend to woo a girl for him the guy wooed the girl for himself and left who do you blame for that huh who do you blame when you cannot man up to go and take what belongs to you oh my god that's too bad some guys they are so shy so scared so intimidated so naive <laughs> so timid so much so that they they cannot propose they want god to do the proposal for them <laughs> do you know what i mean about that now this is a guy who wants god to propose for him i've seen the girl that i want to marry she's walking and then i was like and i'll be like oh my god she's coming how, how do i say this how do i say this god help me god help me hello sister how are you yeah i'm cool um i was praying and then i was asking god god who do i marry and then god spoke to me He said, "Sister Kate is your wife." And I was like, "Oh, sister, you're laughing too." I was laughing too when I heard it, you know. I was like, "How is that possible? How is that possible? Sister Kate? Sister Kate is so beautiful. She's learned. She can sing. How can she marry someone like me?" God was just saying she's the one. She, I said, God, if she's the one, when I come, God, you are the one that led me to her. When I speak to her, let her confirm it. Let her just say yes. You see, throughout their com- throughout their conversation, is bringing God into it. Fine, God has showed you. Then walk up straight to her. Hello my lady. Um can we be friends? If God has spoken to her, she will be happy within her like butterflies flying. God told me about this guy yesterday and here he is asking me to be his friend. Oh my god. Oh my god. You know? But you go there and you start quoting God, quoting God. Both the one when they talk and the one when they no talk. <laughs> Sorry about that. We are used to pidgin English in Nigeria. <laughs> Saying all manner of things that God said and the ones he didn't say. <laughs> you understand? So, you don't need all of that. So long as you are con- uh, convinced that she's the one. Then say, lucky you, she says yes. But if she says no, give her time. Maybe she She is not spiritual enough to hear. She hasn't heard from God. So you have to give her time. Don't rush her. And then again, another thing I want us to check is your presentation. This is not part of the P. Let's call it a sub P under uh proposing. Okay? You want to propose to a lady you have to present yourself well and then you present your words well 
your outfit, your outlook. You don't go there wooing a girl putting on the slippers. You don't go wooing a girl, a lady rather, putting on some kind of shoe. Ah, yeah, don't don't tell me that was how my father got married to my mother without nothing. Forget the shoe they were using then is different from now. They are nice shoes for a low price right now. You don't need to dress expensive to look expensive. They are good clothes, good quality shoes and belts that are not cost. They won't bust your pocket. You are just selfish. You are looking for someone that will marry you for who you are, yet you don't want to improve on who you are. You come out of yourself and propose to yourself. Will you say yes? Huh? Don't do things that you won't take. You have to look good. You have to look nice. If you can't take care of yourself, then you definitely cannot take care of her. Because if you ask for money for shoe, you say like, ah, I mean, shoe me, I don't buy. Yes, you know, you know stuff like that. It's kind of irritating. Am I getting hard on you on this point? Yeah, I'm sorry. But you have to, you know, you have, you have to big up, man. You might not have all the all the money in the world, but you should have gold in the morning sun. You are rich, man. You're rich. If it's one cloth, iron it, press it, let the gator come out like a cutlass, like a blade. Don't iron your trouser like skirt. Forward, not sideways. Tore in your shirt. Put a nice belt on. Walk up to her. Deliver your dialogue. Huh? Don't make it accidental. Hey, look at her, she's coming. Let me go. Hey, what do I say? No. If you don't know what to say, then let her go. You will still see her again. Eh? Thank God you are in the same church. Thank God you are in the same street. So, present yourself for what you want to propose. And then, enough of these gimmicks. These people that will just come and say, they will go to a, to a restaurant and then they will meet the waiter. Whether I'm coming to propose to a lady later today, so I want you to do me a favor. Um, take this ring, put it in a drink. Well done. Kiss somebody, begin. Eh? Those are outdated method. Put ring inside the drink. You want to kill somebody? What if she gobs it down? Then a date that was meant for uh, happiness turns out to like you want to kill me? How? So don't do things for the fact that people are doing it. Maybe they tap it as fancy. No. Do something decent. Okay. You can buy the ring. Put it in the ring box. Put your ring box on the table. Or on the tray that the waiter is bringing. Cover with your servant. The tissue paper cover it there so when she's done it somehow she wants to pick the tissue the servant she just sees it oh my god what's this you know, ladies with all this drama and all that oh my gosh yes 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 they start shouting yes <laughs> oh my god all right ladies 
you have to catch them on a way if you want to really see that surprise on their face some of them are actually they are actually brilliant they are very very intelligent when they see that you have scaled through some of these things we have talked we've talked about they know that somehow if you ask them for a date somehow maybe you want to uh, propose to them some of them know yeah but just to help your ministry they'll just form as if they are surprised but when they go home and tell their mom i knew it when they asked me to come meet him i knew i was going to propose and he did look at my finger my cage mom <laughs> yeah it's cool it's cool so just look for more decent way to go about this this point we can talk on and on and on on this proposal how to propose I'm just giving the seven piece you need to consider before you propose to your partner for a perfect marriage. Okay, we are going to the last one. Oh my God, the last one is wide. You want to hear it? It's so wide. You want to hear it? Catch me in the next segment. Bye. Welcome back, guys. We are on the number seven. So let's get a quick recap of what we're talking about. We've been talking about purpose, prayer, parental consent, peace, and planning. Then we went over to proposing. How do you propose? When do you propose? What to do? And stuff like that. And finally, we are on the seventh one. Guess what? You want to guess? You want to try for a bugger? You want to try for a pizza? <sighs> it's alright. It's alright. Good guess. Good guess. Yeah. You're doing well. Okay. Let me just help you out. Calm down. We're talking about... i ready for this. Personality. Ah. Oh, you're raising your eyebrow, right? <laughs> Yes, it's very important to know the person you want to get married to. Personality is very, very simple in pronunciation, but very, very complicated in mishandling it. Okay? This P will take us into this popular topic when it comes to a marriage topic. It's a, it's a topic on its own. It's very wide. So I'm not going to go deep into it. I'll just give you surface touch. Then it will drive you to go do your, your, your homework on it. Okay? Um, and I want to advise you as a single, try to mingle. But be careful not to get entangled. Mingling in the sense that you go out for seminars talk shows, ask questions, know, know things, hear things, get information, okay, alright, I was discussing with certain people about four or five group, persons in that group rather, and when I mentioned this topic on personality, 
when I began to break it down, only one or two was flowing. The rest had never had it before. I was like, are you for real? In this uh, 21st century, that's strange. We have entered into another decade, another 10 years. Oh my God, what have you been thinking? What have you been doing? You are on social media, but you are not social. Oh my God, what are you doing? It's all right. <laughs> that was in the light mode. Personality will take us to that topic that you know, or probably don't know. It is called temperament. Temperament is that personality. Temperament is the you in you that makes you act the way you act. That inborn trait that you got from your forefathers. Four, 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 four. If I had five and six, seven fathers. <laughs> this all um, bubble up to form a particular nature in you. And then you react. So in the whole wild world, in the human world, we have just four kinds of people. Four kinds of personality. We have the sanguine. Oh, you're smiling. You had that before, right? Yeah, we have the phlegmatic. We have the melancholy. And we have the choleric. Oh my God. Choleric. Mm. Well, well, well. To make it more friendly, on this note, I'm going to give you some colors that share the same uh, temperament with you. I'm going to give you some animals that share the same temperament with you. And I'm also going to give you some fruits yeah, that share the same temperament with you. Also some nature elements that share the same temperament with you. Okay? Alright, let's go. I want us to quickly consider the first temperament. The first personality. I call them um, the, phleg- the sanguine. Sanguine. S-A-N-G-U-I-N-E. These are extremely extroverted kind of persons. They are warm. They are respective. They are buoyant. They are bold. They are lively. Some people call them the live wire. The life of the party. Party after party. Sorry, I shouldn't be singing that. I'm a pastor. <laughs> All right. They are very optimistic. They are friendly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Then you must know this about them. They are talkative. They can talk for Africa. They can talk. The animal that shares the same temperament with them is the parrot. Talk, 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 talk. They can talk. Oh, my God. Yes, they can talk today, tomorrow, next tomorrow. They can talk next day in advance. Yeah, right. They are outgoing. They are supportive, carefree. They they, they really like to make people happy. Okay? 
they will make good marketers, good producers, good pastors, making you laugh, you laugh and forget your problems. So if you get married to someone like that, mm, I believe you're going to enjoy him or her, right? But it comes with a weakness. Oh my God, everyone has a weakness. You just need to pray about it and work towards it. One major weakness is indiscipline. They are very, very indisciplined. And sometimes they lack self-control. I'm not going to do this anymore. The next day, they are doing it again. They do this anyhow. They are very, very emotional. They are restless. And sometimes they don't finish what they start. They start these projects, they see another one, they jump on it. They are just like, did I call them power the other time? I know that uh, another animal that, that, that shares the same temperament with them is a monkey. Jumping from one tree to another. Jumping from one project to another. Jumping from one church to another. Jumping from one relationship to another. Oh, guy, you got to slow down and focus on one thing at a time. They are disorganized. Okay? So, but when the Holy Spirit helps you, you touch all these parts, you blend everything, and you'll be a good person. We are all good people. We all have our weaknesses, but we just have to improve on ourselves. So, you want to do anything, you probably might like acting, sales uh, person, a marketer, preacher, and all that. You do good in that. Your color is yellow. Yes, 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 yes. I'm not giving you... I'm not reading style. I'm just telling you your color. You know, color yellow is very sharp, very uh, attractive. Yes, that's the yellow color. It's it's a sanguine color. Right? And then again, your fruit, yes, orange. Orange is a sanguine. You see orange at almost every junction you get to. I like orange. This one is fucking orange. Very popular. They're everywhere. Then your element is air. Air fills the whole place. The, it fills the, the, the container, the room, everywhere. Air is everywhere. They are everywhere. In the party, they just want to do something that you notice them. That is a sanguine. Alright, I've mentioned your color. I've mentioned your animal. I've mentioned your fruit. And I've mentioned your element, which is air. Okay. So you need to know who you're getting married to. When you see her talking, you will not be like, Oh God, she talks too much. No. That's how they were made. Okay. So you see this personality thing works. It works, really. It works. Alright, without wasting much time on that, let's go to... The second type of, uh, what do you call it? Temperament, which is the phlegmatic. Oh my God, this phlegmatic—they are calm. Their element is water. Water. It leaves me beside the still water. That's a calm soul. They are easygoing, just like a stream. That's their element. Water. Their color is green then their animal is ego paying attention you know ego never misses a target because right from a very far distance he 
you can catch the most tiny of animals down here and then he comes carefully and picks it up they calculate they do things that it's out of the box and then they are what else have I not mentioned about them what 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 what, what? okay I think I'll remember as time goes on they are well balanced they are well balanced they are brilliant oh my god they are brilliant they are fruit yes I remember I call them apple apple is so rich but it looks small small but mighty it's not too tasty it has water in it not too much so they have things embedded in them that until you tap it until you bite until you eat until you taste it you never can know what they can do i love this temperament they are brilliant they are kind-hearted they are faithful friends if you have any friend that continues to call you maybe after four years hello ah you still have my number i still get a more that person is a phlegmatic they are very faithful friends and then uh, all that uh huh they are retentive they have retentive minds they can remember things from far uh, way back and all that and all that they are peacemakers right yeah okay i've mentioned their element water i've mentioned their their animal right ego okay have i mentioned their color okay their color is blue. Okay, no, is it blue? No, 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 no. It's not blue. What again? What again? Remind me. Remind me. Oh, I forgot. I forgot. I forgot. I'm so sorry about that. It's not blue. Blue is for melancholy. You call them dark. They call it, they call the melancholies dark temperament. They give them deep blue. Alright. So I remember that of uh Okay, I think it's I forgot it actually. Okay, green, green, green. I mentioned it. Green. Yeah, green, green. Their weakness. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Mm. They are very slow. Although they are patient, they are dependable, reliable, efficient. But they are slow. They are lazy. Ask a phlegmatic to do something. Yeah, I'll do it. My that kind of person. Well, I didn't do this in fact. I wanted to do it, but I got caught up in something else. They are lazy, sort of. They are provocative. They are sarcastic. They can make just of you once in a while. <laughs> yes. All these things. Uh, just little things we can just just understand yourself and then you can work this out they are stubborn oh my god they are stubborn and indecisive all right let's talk about their jobs yeah they, they will make good educationists good journalists good supervisors good managers and then customer service, customer care service, yeah, they'll do well in that. Okay, let's go straight into the next two temperaments still under personality.
Ah. All right, you're welcome back. Like seriously, I I really didn't plan for this episode. I was just so excited to get on board. Get it online. Getting things done at first is what matters. It's not your perfection. You can improve on it as time goes on. But to start is what you really need. So I was eager to start to get messages out there, to get informations out there to people, to let them know that they can do anything. Never say you can't until you try. Okay? So forget about the mistakes, the lapses. Just get the message. It will do you good. All right? We have two more types of temperament. Still under the seventh P, which is personality. So we want to consider melancholy. We consider sanguine with the element air feeling everywhere we consider phlegmatic with the element water being calm now we want to consider melancholy with the element et these people they call them the richest of all the temperament they are very very intelligent very uh, analytical this temperament is so rich just like the earth so rich they pay attention to details things that you will not see normally things that you will not pay attention to they will pay extra attention to it hmm? like if a melancholy is listening to what i'm doing now you'll be like this thing is not perfect although i get his message but it's it's, it's not there you know, he kept making some mistakes, you know. I that's a melancholy. So someone who is a sangu will be like, Whoa, I enjoy this stuff, man. Look at the background music. Look at the way the guy is speaking, man. And the phlegmatic will just be smiling. <laughs> yeah, it's good. Yeah, just smiling. Okay. So they pay attention to details. They are so gifted. So so gifted. Then they are very, very self-sacrificing. They can give up what they have for something or for someone that they love. They are extreme perfectionists. If you do something and it's not good, they'll help you do it very well. If you get married to them, oh my God, you have to be patient with them. Because when they are are explaining something to you, they want to give full details. So you have to give rapt attention until they are through. If a sanguine should get married to this kind of temperament, it will help the sanguine to slow him down a bit, show him some other aspect of life. Good. And then the sanguine temperament will help this other melancholy to brighten up. To see the bright side of life, the or the, the positive side of life, you know, it's it's a good combination, it's a good combo. I'm not advertising it. You pray about it. You just consider it. All right? It's it's a, it's 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 worth it to give it a thought. They are dependable. They are very very um, consistent. 
they are sensitive and very very supportive yes they are very tremendous uh, we call it IQ intelligent quotient right yes that's a melancholy for you their color is blue they are always cool yeah that's a melancholy for you they are animal mm, let's think let's think let's think a tortoise tortoise is very cool calm easygoing but very wise very intelligent and then their fruit oh my god you don't need to search too much it's watermelon when you cut watermelon on like purple the seed is scattered all over but watermelon has its seeds arranged carefully inside oh my god so neatly arranged okay i've mentioned their element at their animal i've mentioned that too their color blue what else yeah i think that's all so their weakness hmm. they are they are self-centered they are stubborn as well they are suspicious every little thing they suspect you hmm? they are moody so susceptible vulnerable to depression they easily slip into depression so they need help you just need to understand them they are not talkative they are extremely introverted kind of person kind of person so talking about the kind of job they can do they will do well in music industry musician they compose a lot they are inventors philosophers scientists theologians educators and most times they are prophetic in nature mm-hmm, mm-hmm. what you don't see they see not necessarily spiritual now but it's just this insight they have okay that is that about melancholy now we're going to the last one which is the fourth temperament choleric oh my god Papa, la, 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 la. This is a soldier coming. You see those stern look, those dangerous face you get. A choleric. Oh my God! The element is fire. Oh shit, man! Did I just see shit? I'm sorry about that. You see the look on their face. Their element fits them, and their color is red. Oh my gosh! Their fruit. Ah! coconut very hard and the animal it's lion they are bossy they like to boss people up and down one good thing about them they, they have good stops they have good stops they are go-getters they are go-conscious they are enthusiasts they inspire people they take decisions for people what you don't want to do or what you are delaying about they just quickly come up with an idea hey you, you can do this you can do this and it works but you are discussing with a colleague before you finish he already knows there's this 99% intuition they know where you are going to very accurate oh my god they, they are self-disciplined hmm? they are very active 
in fact proactive they are practical they are uh, strong-willed sufficient self-sufficient independent decisive opinionated oh my god they are very rude they are very rich okay they are good at um, starting and finishing a project so if a melancholy is considering these intricate parts let's do this let's do that let's take this let's consider this a colleague will just be like let's do this already a sanguine has the project covered somewhere you will visit it maybe before jesus comes i don't know a phlegmatic that phlegmatic needs a push do this thing yeah do it they work perfectly well under pressure okay they can do it too they are very good at certain things so but if you don't push them they will not do it i'm talking about the phlegmatic now right let's go back to choleric they are born leaders born leaders they are fearless that's why i call them liar all right so their weakness oh my god they are haughty they can insult indirectly there are some comments they can pass that will make you feel like am i still human being you know they are hot tempered uh, they are not sympathetic at all. At all, they are they are they are almost not emotional. When you are crying beside them, when the melancholy is crying beside them, they say, "Stop pretending! Stop pretending, my friend! Do what I ask you to do." They see it as pretense. It's not their fault. That is how they are made up. We cannot all be the same. Okay, I happen to be a choleric. Yeah, right. Now, over time, I discovered that phlegmatic. Okay, let me not give out my secret. It's my little, it's my little secret. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. So what and what have I not mentioned about them? They are cruel. They are bossy. They are hot tempered. See, when you talk about their jobs, they are good in politics, military, sports, entrepreneurs, and all and all and all. Yes, that is that about the four temperaments. You can listen to this episode over and over again, get acquainted, see who you are, then know the temperament that works fine for you. Now you don't just go around telling people, I know you're a sanguine. I know no 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 no. You study these things to know how to relate with them, not to know what to say to them. Okay? Not to know how to compliment and say you are sanguine, you are this no. It gives you this knowledge to handle different kinds of people and most especially your partner. When she's not talking too much, don't force her. She's a melancholy. When she's talking too much, don't stop her. She's a sanguine. Just know each other, balance things up, and then you guys are good to go. So finally, on this note, on this episode, I want to give an illustration of a bush. Let's say we have um, a large bush and we, we have to finish cutting it today. And you bring the four temperaments there. If you bring sanguine first, the guy will just be talking. Ah, this is the thing we want to cut. Very simple. By the time I start, eh, we'll take it from here, we'll take it from there, we'll go here, we'll go there. We'll just be saying all stuff like that. He has finished cutting it with his mouth. But the bush is still there. If you bring a melancholy, melancholy will be like, you mean this is the place we're about to cut? Is there, uh, is there a cutlass? Are you sure the cutlass is sharp? Okay, when did they sharpen it? Was it sharpened by a stone or a machine? 
Have you checked the bush, no scorpions, all those details? Bear me all that. Get to work. And if a phlegmatic should come there, a phlegmatic would be like, um, it's okay. Is this what you want me to do? No problem. No problem. I, I, I would do it. But seriously, if you want that phlegmatic to do it, don't go. Stay there with him or her. But the choleric, is it the place? Get me cutlass. Let's get on with it. So we are all wonderful people. Thank God for differences. Thank God for varieties. We are loving people. We love each other. Pray that the Holy Spirit will help you master your temperament. Blend it together. You can marry anybody. Okay? I believe this episode will be a blessing to somebody who will take out that time to listen to the end. I'm so excited right now. I'm so blessed. I'm so glad to minister to somebody out there. I know that you have been blessed. So leave me a message via uh, any medium. I can try. I can if I try. Is my podcast name, so to say. Like I said, I'm new here. I don't know the terminologies yet. If you want to check me out on YouTube, it's still the same. I can if I try. All spelled in small letters. I can if I try. Okay? So, until I come your way next time. Never say I can't. Until you try.